Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Dear friends, would we not agree that if folks simply reflected Jesus Christ in their lives, that this old world would be a better place? Let's talk about that today here from the International Gospel Hour. A thank you to R.J. Webb, and hello everyone. Thank you for tuning in today. And we're going to honor a voice from the past as we do occasionally on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. Today we honor the voice from the past, Fred Dennis. Now, we've had Brother Dennis's lessons before, and we look forward to another lesson from the past. Brother Dennis was born in Monroe County, Ohio, and lived until the age of 88. He passed away in 1983. But in his lifetime as a traveling evangelist throughout Ohio and West Virginia, he became an exceptional writer, wrote for three publications, and published several books, and among them, he penned three volumes titled 50 Short Sermons. It's one of those sermons we're going to bring forth today and to present Brother Dennis in the realm of Abel in Hebrews 11 and verse 4, that he being dead, yet he speaks. His lesson today, we will encourage you to tune in and listen, the Spirit of Christ. We'll bring that forth in a moment, but first, our J. Webb. What's the quickest way to reach us? That's simple. Call our toll-free number 1-855-IGH-6988 to request free Bible study courses, to ask a question, or to make a comment. The number is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Just leave your message, and we will follow up as quickly as we can. That number again is 1-855-IGH-6988, or if you prefer, 1-855-444-6988. Let's discuss today the Spirit of Christ, a sermon presented many years ago by Brother Fred Dennis. Our lesson text is Romans 8-9 that says, Now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ... He is none of His. What kind of spirit did Christ have? Uh, Do we have this same spirit? We are either in the flesh or in the spirit. This verse tells us that we are not in the flesh if the Spirit of God dwells in us. The Spirit of God was in His Son. This same Spirit must be in us. This indwelling Spirit will cause us to be what God wants us to be. Number one, this Spirit caused Christ to be always obedient. In Philippians 2.8, the Bible says, And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. How humble and obedient he was. Again, we read this in Hebrews 5, verses 8 and 9, Though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. If we have the same spirit that Christ had, we will be obedient. Christ is the author of eternal salvation to them that obey him. Christ said of himself, I do always those things that please him, John 8:29. To have the spirit of Christ, we must obey him. 
If we do not thus obey, we are none of His. This is indeed a serious thing with all serious people. Second, the spirit that Christ had caused Him to be humble. The same spirit will cause us to be humble. Paul was one of the greatest, if not the greatest, gospel preachers of all time. The Spirit of Christ which was in him caused him to write this, Unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, Ephesians 3.8. Thus he speaks of himself as less than the least of all saints. No doubt the Spirit of Christ would cause all of us to be this humble. If all were this humble, I am sure that many things which have troubled and are troubling the church of God would vanish. Many of our heartaches are caused by a lack of genuine humility. If any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Third, the Spirit of Christ caused him to be prayerful. He spent much time in prayer. He spent nights in sweet communion with his Father. He taught his disciples to pray. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint, Luke 18.1. We ought to pray more. We ought to pray always. We ought not to do anything without prayer. Pray without ceasing, 1 Thessalonians 5.17. We ought to work in harmony with our own prayers. In other words, we should do all that lies within us to answer our own prayers. God will do what we cannot. Man's extremity is God's opportunity. It will do no good to pray one way and live another. He that turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be abomination, Proverbs 28.9. And Psalm 66.18 affirms, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Number four, the Spirit of Christ was courageous. A more courageous soul never walked among men. He was not soft when it came to dealing with sin and hypocrisy. Read Matthew 23 and hear his scathing denunciations of the religious hypocrites of his day. Here is a fair sample. But woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men, for you neither go in for yourselves, neither suffer you them that are entering to go in. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you devour widows' houses, and for a pretense make long prayer. Therefore you shall receive the greater damnation. He had much more to say to them in this same manner. It took courage of the highest order to thus expose the religious leaders of his day. If we have the Spirit of Christ, we will have the courage of Christ. This courage will cause us to denounce sin in high and low places. There are many in our day who do not have the courage to be a disciple of Christ. Number five, the Spirit of Christ was a spirit of compassion. He did not wink at sin, but he forgave sin. In John 8, we read about a woman who was taken in adultery, being brought to Jesus. Her accuser said, Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned, but what sayest thou? They were tempting him. They were wanting something whereby they might accuse him. Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. He was equal to the occasion. They continued asking him. He lifted up himself and said unto them, He that it was without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. He went on with his writing. 
While he stooped down, riding, those hypocrites went one by one, beginning at the eldest even unto the last. They realized they were in a very unhealthful place for hypocrites. When Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. He had so much compassion on this poor, sinful soul, he started her out on a new and different life. Amazing grace! How sweet the sound! Number 6. The Spirit of Christ was a spirit of liberality. He gave all even into his life. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might be rich, Second Corinthians 8, 9. We talk and write much about Christians giving, but if we have the Spirit of Christ, the giving will take care of itself. The penurious and the parsimonious soul is the most unlike Christ of any. Number 7. The Spirit of Christ was a joyful spirit. Some of us have enough religion to make us miserable, but not enough to make us happy. I have been told that the word joy is in the Bible about 800 times. Jesus came to give us life. What joy this ought to cause. We are taught to be exceedingly glad. And finally, number eight, the Spirit of Christ was the Spirit of love. Why did God send Jesus into the world? Love prompted this. Sacrifice upon the part of the Father. Why did Jesus come, suffer, and die for us? Love was the motivating principle. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.16 And 1 John 4.9-11 In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent His only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through Him. Herein is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us, and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us... We ought also to love one another. What a beautiful lesson from the late Fred Dennis, the Spirit of Christ. Let's pause for a moment. Let our J-Web tell you about our free Bible study that will help you develop the Spirit of Christ. Your friends at the International Gospel Hour are offering absolutely free a Bible study course by mail. You may study in the privacy of your own home at your own pace. Feel free to give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things of God. And now, back to Jeff. What a wonderful study today about the Spirit of Christ. And dear friends, let us not just remotely reflect these, but respond unto the Lord and apply these to our lives those we have mentioned today among them, how the Spirit of Christ caused Christ to be obedient, well, so should we. And how the Spirit of Christ caused us to be humble, and so should we. 
We hope that you enjoyed this study today, and we're always thankful to reach back in the past to bring forth lessons from such good brethren as Fred Dennis, W.A. Bradfield, Leroy Brownlow, and others. And we will be doing that quite often here through our broadcast on International Gospel Hour. Let's continue our studies together at another time, shall we? Join us right here once again for our studies from the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie. Thank you for joining me today here on our broadcast. And dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope first that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,